Listener Production. Barely brown one side and burnt to a crisp on the other. Oh, it drives me mad. Fresh from the uneven toaster of life. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, it's a Monday morning and someone who is looking fresh and happy on his birthday. Oh, Matt You remembered? Hey, of course I remembered. Happy birthday, mate. That's very sweet. Honestly, I didn't think you'd remember because I took it off my Facebook. Right. right? You know, kind of being like, oh, all these people messaging on your birthday. They don't even know about that it's my birthday. They don't care. So I took it off my Facebook. No messages. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I've got no real friends. This is terrifying. Well, so I've got one, and you. I do have you a present, but I thought I'd wait to the end of the show to give you the present, because we got we got a lot of stuff on our plates to oh kick things gosh. off with. Very excited chatting to Chris Ryan. Uh, comic originally sort of started in out of Canberra and is uh, very slowly taking over the world with what she does. I've seen some really great animations she's been making with her mum, which I would <laughs> love to talk to her about. I don't know, getting parents involved in content, I don't know if there's any... <laughs> Any gold to be mined out of them hills. <laughs> it's a bit weak, isn't it? It's a bit hack. No, Which no, reminds no. me, we should really get our dads on again. Um, <laughs> people seem to like them more than us. Chris Ryan coming up. We've also, after missing a big Easter Monday, people are kicking down our doors. They want a bit of clickfish, and producer Bron is coming in with all those articles that we've hovered over and just kept our fingers off. So we'll be looking forward to that one. Hope you are well. This is All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. Let's get into it. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, have I ever told you about the time I vomited on the turbo? (laughs) Um, I don't recall it immediately. I went on the Gravitron. And oh no, the one that spins around you sticks you to the wall. Yeah, I went on that, and then I just I wasn't feeling quite right, but I was with a friend, and I didn't want to admit that I was not great. Because you're a tough guy. Well, you know, yeah. So I, yeah. so I, this, so, now, so this, you real men don't vom yeah. on on carnival rides. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is toxic masculinity at work. Exactly. Just toughen up. We've got to teach our kids it's okay to be feeling sick. <laughs> so, so I'm trying to hold it in, and it's I couldn't. Fine to feel bad after the gravitron. That's what it's for. Yeah, just take. <laughs> Take a seat on an upside down milk crate. <laughs> just let a little bit of dribble just come out of your mouth. Just do that thing where you just have your mouth open because you can't swallow because it's so sour. And just let it, let yourself relax for a Feel second. Sick for a while. Don't move on to the turbo straight away to impress your mates. Please. Anyway, all right, Matt, back in the day, you're doing this. Anyway, it just reminded me because I was back at the show. Oh, I shout out to everyone who's been at the shows over the last few at weeks. the show, the last couple of weeks. And I'll tell you what, bar an outbreak, which is always on the cards. I'm not going to lie. It is always on the cards and always mm. a possibility. Be careful. It was bloody fantastic. Okay. Took <laughs> Sophia for the first time. That's great. Did you get her the birdie beetle? 
I didn't. I couldn't. I didn't see any Birdie Beatles, and that's really well, the only the only show bag worth it. Well, that's what I think. The Birdie Beatles, like a cho- the chocolate version of an endangered species. You know, the the parrots that only live in a specific area. <laughs> They're not as plentiful as they used to be. You can only find a Birdie Beetle at the show. At the I'm show. Sure. They're not. At I the, know. You're not when you're walking through the checkouts. They don't have the birdies there. <laughs> So I didn't get a birdie beetle. I did get a dagger dog, and I'll tell you what, every bite. Oh, magnificent. And I said, and they said, do you want sauce? And I said, dunk it deep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Dunk it right in there. You know, the only time I've had a dagwood dog is when we were filming our ad for the Legionnaire's Hats. Oh, yeah. It was a, fr- a takeoff of like a French perfume commercial and we both got Dagwoods for, ooh, Le Dagwood. Yeah. Oi. And it's the only time I eat one. And we went to King's Cross in Sydney at 10 a.m. on like yeah, a that, Thursday. Yeah, okay, that was rookie town. That is, a, you never buy a Dagwood dog unless it's off the back of a truck, okay, at a show, at is a that, carnival. Those Dagwoods were from at least two nights before. Easily. It, it was Easily. No amount of dunking in sauce could have now, changed that flavour. I'm going to talk about three things that I saw at the show. It was, so, it was honestly so great. Sophia went on her first ride. She went on a carousel. It was really sweet. Um, <laughs> Did she feel a bit sick afterwards and no. <laughs> just tough it out? <laughs> like her dad? <laughs> you went, good girl. <laughs> so I saw So three things happened at the show. Thing number one, Belle and I and Sophia got stuck in a line that to something that we didn't know what we were in the line for. And it went really long. It was a really long line. And we just kept having to wind around this line. Like it was moving fast. It was moving like it was, you never just stood still. We were all kind of walking, but it was this huge winding line. So wait, but we couldn't said, get back. That looks like a good line. Let's see where it leads. We we were we were sort of going through this pavilion. And then I was like, I think this is the exit. And then it was like, oh, no, this is a line to something. Then we tried to turn back. There were heaps of people joining us. And oh, we so like, you, and oh, you were the, had the thing. Yeah, the gates. And we had a pram. And I was like, there's no going that way. We've got to go this way. So we file along. And this line was so long and winding. It was ridiculous. And we were like, we don't know what we're about <laughs> to go to right now. Anyway, we finally got through. And it was a little nursery. And Sophia got to pat a goat. It was really sweet. Oh, so we was very thankful for that. I also saw a man eating a pie. Upside down with a spoon, okay? He put the pie on the table, he flipped it over, he squeezed sauce on top, ate it as though it were a bowl. As in squeeze sauce on the bottom, which he on made the, bottom, the top. Which he made the top. Then he got a spoon and he dug into it and he ate out the entire filling of the pie as if it were a bowl. Which is weird because pies are already bowls. Why can't you go through the top? I the designed don't know. Top. I don't know. He obviously doesn't like the top pastry. And he left okay. the top pastry? like a. <laughs> yes, he left it like it was a plate. He used the, the pastry as a bit. plate. <laughs> don't ask. Okay, and finally, my final bit of news from the show is a massive shout out to Ferdinand... That's right, the Indian runner duck from Dapdo, <laughs> who has rocked, according to the Sydney Morning Herald, rocked poultry history What's this happened? week. What's Ferdinand done? Ferdinand won best bird at the 2021 Royal Easter Show. Wow. First and- time a duck has won <laughs> in the show's 199-year history. That's about 
bloody time. It's like yeah. when Iceland beats England in the bloody soccer. Getting a ducky, winning best bird. It's unheard of. Yeah, I know. None of this, none of this waterfowl or turkeys or geese. Oh, I, I, quails Up have had it ducks, too good mate. for too Up long. The ducks. <laughs> okay, here we go. To send out this segment, here this one's for Ferdinand. Quack. 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 Quack, 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 I've been to the Royal Melbourne show, yeah, a you few fan? times. Um, I was as a kid. I haven't been in a while. What was the best bird there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have a duck, did you, from no. that, though? I bet. You were spoiled with your Probably duck. some cruddy bloody pigeon from Frankston won the uh, <laughs> Royal Melbourne show. <laughs> um, <laughs> some ibis. <laughs> but uh, look, I, I have to admit, I did feel a little bit guilty about the animal, you know, confines. You do see a lot of animals like chained to a fence and stuff, which is pretty uncool. Yeah. Yeah. But but, but they also look magnificent. I mean, this you should have seen, you see a sheep and you're like, oh, it's chained to a fence. You're like, but that coat on that sheep, that's no... <laughs> This is no badly looked after sheep. This sheep is... This is a shampooed sheep. This is <laughs> a, a shampooed sheep. sheep. And it, it's not your, your two-in-one body wash and hair, Matt, that they're using on no. this sheep. No, they've got the special. Yeah. They're busting friend... out the little, the, the you know, the, the salon-style shampoo for this sheep. Exactly. Well, I had a friend who was a vego, started doing veterinary science, going to, you know, a lot of agricultural ones, and it's mm. like, oh... You sort of realise that these farmers love these animals and treat oh. them as well as they possibly can. Yeah. So she wasn't veggie anymore, so ended up eating them. Oh. But- <laughs> I did not think that story was going there. No, I didn't think that that would be the ending. I don't know if well, that's right. Took, but took anyway. care of them so well, decided to eat them. Uh, Bron, now, uh, speaking of fish, oh, how bad sea spiracy, by the way. Fish and cage stuff. Haven't awful. seen it. I'm sure that I'll end up, you know... Feeling Ugh. terrible and real rough. No, nah, get yeah. out of that. Get out of that. Why? Why are you saying to not eat? I mean, we shouldn't be eating animals. I know that. Yeah, yeah I know that. And I'm and I'm. You know what? I'm just me. a bad person. I'm actually a bad person. I need to be better. I need to be stronger. I need to stop being selfish. I I understand all these things. Okay. And you're doing that by clicking on the worst articles of all time, <laughs> uh, Bron. And you do the same. What have we looked at this week? So, from 7 News, headline, The returning fashion trend that has millennials very uncomfortable. Oh, man. Any that's guesses? A, that's a oh, tasty gonna, I'm going to say it's it's the the jeans that pretty much start just before the pubes. Yeah, it's the low-rise <laughs> jeans, which would be great to go with your turkin. Oh. oh, yeah. Like... Matching trend. The low ride, the low rise jeans, also known as the stage for the Turkin, is going to get <laughs> up on that stage and shine. I, okay, there. I, I just think of two names. So, as soon as I think of these jeans, two names: Brittany, Christina. Christina. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's it. <laughs> That's it. Literally in my notes. Brittany, Christina and Paris Hilton have made yeah, these Yeah, Paris, yeah. of course. The thing that's ridiculous, the less rise you have, you know, sure, you're getting closer, closer to the pubis, but also that means you've got less room for pockets and never have pockets been smaller than on the women's low-rise jeans. There's, oh, there's what, nothing. What, yeah. about the, what about the fly? The zip... <laughs> The zip has two teeth on the bloody zipper. <laughs> it's a, it's a bad time. It is a bad. Did time. Did you ever go the low rise, Bron? Were yeah, in- I was. I was a kid when they were kind of in fashion, so mm. I can't even remember. But at the, I will not be buying into the trend now. Because mm. well, with the trend also comes with the the sort of crop top singlet, right? Yeah. I mean, so it's just I'd a love lot of belly button. It's a lot of belly button. We saw a lot of belly button in the thousands, and that's why. That that piercing was in the belly oh. button piercing. Oh, mama and mia! And the back tat. I mean, no one talks about the back tat anymore. Are you guys Did you get on that trend as well, Bron? Have you got back- a belly button piercing? <laughs> no, uh. I always wanted to get another piercing, but yeah, I don't know. I was always too scared. I got a I got a toupee, a term merkin. Alex got a perm. Take your pick. <laughs> <laughs> Choose your fighter: um, a belly button ring or a um, tattoo. Back back back. Tat, do it for the show, Bron. They seem way more permanent than your guys. <laughs> I would love Bron with the lower back all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. So good. We'll anyway, see. we'll put future, future. Um, Bron, Wait, having all day breakfast above your ass is a little bit of a risky move. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, story number two, Bron, quickly, quickly. <laughs> from This is from Pedestrian. Headline, a TikToker accidentally sent her mum a sex tape through Google Photos, so BRB deleting my nudes. We've got a grab of this. So Google Photos has this incredible thing where it recognises people's faces, and if you type in their name, it'll pull up every picture and video with their face in it. And then you can make an album of that That's person and share it with your friends like. and family. So Google made me a delightful little album of my son, and I shared it with my mom, so every time I upload a picture of him, it will notify my mother. So a little while back, I decided I want to spice things up a little bit in my relationship, and I made a rated R video where I was doing unspeakable, ungodly things, and Google Photos picked up a very small picture of my son in the background on my fridge and said, hey, that's a picture of Josh. Let's send this video to Kara's mom. I'm so sorry. Um, whoa. The background noise in that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well yeah, that was I don't bad, do TikTok much, but you got to lower that background vol. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's, I always thought, like, it's just, did it happen? Do you reckon it happened? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that happened. Yeah. I mean, how embarrassing. <laughs> uh, Nothing could be worse to send to your parent. That would be, yeah, that, there's, I don't know, I couldn't even... Yeah, I, I mean, I've done a lot of awful things and talked about them on stage and on this show, and Dad's heard all of it. But to get the notifications, he would, <laughs> he would not it's want an, to it's see. It's a nice new photo of your grandchild, <laughs> and then be, then cop a little bit of a uh, little bit of action from your child. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sucks. <laughs> I think we can safely say. All right, Bron, story number three. Let's do it. So headline, a doctor explains why bookstores make some people feel the need to poop. Have you ever felt this? 
Oh, oh I pooped God. myself in a bookstore once. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I did. What? Angus and Robinson Bookworld in Tuong. Yeah, I was busting. I was like 10 years old. No, seriously. How have you yeah. not said this? It's like, it's like never happened to me like before or since and I was in a bookstore and I pooped myself just like a little bit and I was like, I need to go home and I had to run, run home. Yeah, I was, I was after school. Oh, so it was... It wasn't the full novel. It was a short story. <laughs> came out of the pants. <laughs> it was just the byline. It was the blurb. <laughs> the, it was the blurb. That's all. But yeah, no. Okay. So what? what what's it, the science behind? So rather than you just, you know, being a young child, maybe there was a scientific reason why. Yeah, this exactly. Happened, now, finally, thirty years later, I can get <laughs> was it get some answers, Bron. What? So what was going- it's known as the Mariko Aoki phenomenon, which is apparently more common than we think. But yeah, with Matt no, having a story straight off the top of his head, that's crazy. <laughs> um, so uh, in the 80s, she wrote into a magazine um, and then she felt the urge to poop whenever she goes into a bookstore. And then the magazine got flooded with messages of saying, I've had the exact same experience. Really? Apparently there's no actual science behind the phenomenon, but a lot of anecdotal experiences from people. Well, do you know what? You know what it is? I'm here, I'm gonna guess. Because back in the day, there were no smartphones and there people used to take reading material <laughs> <laughs> into the toilet. Okay. That, that's legitimately one of the theories. Thank you, it right? <laughs> Because you you associate yeah. taking your time, relaxation, yeah. all those things with books. And so you probably walk in, you think, oh, where could I read this? You think toilet, then you think, I need to go. <laughs> that right? is, that so, is one of the theories. And there's oh another one that people think that maybe the smell of old paper or ink has a laxative effect for some reason, but that's really? not proven. Or, you know, in the, in the toilet is usually when you're sitting next to paper at the closest proximity. Yeah. And then suddenly in the book stop, you get that whiff, that pulpy That's whiff. That's true. There you go. Man, I just remembered reading Garfield magazines back in the day. Garfield comics. On the loop. My friend, my friend had a whole basket of them next to the toilet years ago when I was like young, young. So that's probably why I did it in the Angus and Robertson. I remember a mate told me he sat on the <laughs> and played his Game Boy Advance for an hour and a half. The, oh, my God. Oh, I mean, that's good battery life. Um, uh, thank you, Bron. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Alex Dyson, our next guest, Matt and Alex, all day breakfast, is someone who had the pleasure of working with a whole bunch of times right in the very lead up to... COVID outbreaks worldwide and the shutdown of the stand-up comedy circuit for a whole year. But things are opening back up. We are back and we are into it. And it's been an incredible Melbourne International Comedy Festival so far with so many people jumping up at your room, Alex Dyson, Comedy Republic. And our next guest is one of them. Her name is Chris Ryan. She's here with us now. Her show is called Big Hair, Big Dreams. And it's a big hello to Chris. Hello, Matt and Alex. Thanks for having me. Thank you for jumping on. Uh, it's been so nice to uh, see you doing some great things at Comedy Republic, but tell us, hanging out with Matt O'Kine right before <laughs> the end of the world, have you guys seen each other since? I think we Brisbane, Brisbane Comedy Festival might have been the last time I saw It was. You. Yeah. When I think about the, the way that COVID affects artists, I think about someone like you who 
it was like you were going to go to the next level and then it all got shut down. How did you feel when all that happened? I, I thought, oh, well, I, I almost did it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Single tear rolling down <laughs> your cheek. <laughs> I just returned to a state of sadness. No, um, I think uh, I was so I was so gutted. Um, you know, when you have a decent life and you have your health and you have a family that doesn't mind you, it's very difficult <laughs> to sustain feeling sorry for yourself without being a psychopath. Um, so I sort of just thought, oh well, that was rough, but you know, at least I'm I'm here and I, I have my health. But um. And I, I sort of hoped that it would happen again. You know, we'd have a chance to return to, to the world. And um, and so it is. Yeah, wonderful. Is. Well, speaking of the family that doesn't mind you, that's really great news. But how does <laughs> how's it affect, because your kids are teenagers, right? I've been thinking about that a lot, how how the hell they're looking at the world these days with uh, with all this sort of stuff happening. And, you know, you've got your present, clear and present danger of COVID. You've got the, the future danger of uh, climate apocalypse. Um, how, how are they travelling? And then you've got a mum who's making jokes about it all. How are they <laughs> How are they going with, it, with, with all of it? Look, my kids are a lot smarter than I am. My son is 17. He's going to a lot of rallies. Um, he's uh, exploring philosophy and politics and... Um, questioning everything that has come before him, which I'm very, <laughs> very happy about. Um, my daughter is exploring creativity and singing and drawing and um, she's 15 um, and also very into, uh, you know, like gender politics and, and they're just, they're better than I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very proud of them. And going to the other side of your family, I was so impressed to see some of the animations that you've made uh, on your all your socials. Let's skip you, up two generations here. Your <laughs> mum seems to be in all of these. It's conversations <laughs> with your mum. And have you been actually doing like doing the animations? Yes. So I'm not a skilled animator. Let us put that into the ether <laughs> first, because it is an auto, like a semi-automated animation software that I use online. I pay for a subscription and I make it. Yes. Now, women of my age, I'm 47. Um, I understand they're all reassessing their relationships with their mums. They want to come to a lot of us want to come to terms with our mums. And mum is my polar opposite. So she's 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 very hard, <laughs> um, um, but also extremely funny, but she doesn't know why she's funny. So we, we have a great chat. And so I just turned it into these animations as a way of uh, keeping creative in lockdown and stuff. And uh, it, it was just so much fun. I'm going to make some more. What are women of your mum's generation thinking of What's going on in the Australian, you know, cultural scene today when it comes to equality? Uh, my mum is a conservative woman um, and she, you know, sh she doesn't have a high opinion of herself. Uh, she went to school till about year nine and um, was taught by the nuns that she was hopeless and wouldn't achieve anything and she better just find a good husband. So I obviously am outraged by that. Um, mum looks back at that now and she's seeing things with new filters on and even though she's conservative she still looks at it and goes it's really important to have your own money and you know have a job and have a career i you know she said if if i ever had the chance again i would definitely have a career um and you know i think she's um, very happy that I do, although she doesn't understand comedy and thinks it's weird <laughs> <laughs> has she been so, on a chris ryan show yet <laughs> Yes, she did. <laughs> when she saw my first show, which was many years ago, which was just a split show, I walked up to her and I said, um, so what did you think about that? What did you think, Mum? And she was like, oh, yes, no, the coffee was good. 
<laughs> I love those compliments. Someone said, well, I remember I did a show and I went up, you know, after the show and they said, yeah, 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 it was good. I'm just, just so impressed that you knew how long an hour had been. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> it's... I said to her, no, mum, not the, not the food. Like, um, about the comedy show. And she went, no, I like the dancing. Um, so that, <laughs> but she's come to another show since then and uh, she thinks I'm, I'm going all right. But she, it's not her, you know, she'd prefer me to be in musicals, I think. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, fair enough. Some of the classics, what are, that'd be what are, great. Let's, let's talk about Big Hair, Big Dreams. I and mean, what are some of the topics that you touch on in, in the show? I think largely I wanted to make a show after a year where no one's dreams panned out, um, a show where it's like, yeah, you know what, dreams haven't been panning out for ages um, for most people <laughs> and perhaps we should stop thinking that they should. Um, it's, you know, it's like really privileged to think, oh, my dreams should pan out. Why didn't they? <laughs> um, and so I just talk about all the silly dreams I've had ever since I was a child, like wanting to be an Olympic gymnast, <laughs> wanting to go to fame school, wanting to run away like the famous five. Did you really want to go to the Olympics? Did you think you had a chance? Yeah, I wanted to go to the Olympics for gymnastics. Um, yeah. And my brother, when I announced that, because my family kept me grounded, like I was, I was raised in a time when kids were just thought of as little dickheads. Um, <laughs> You know, like if I said to mum, oh, I want to open a restaurant, her first instinct wasn't to like get me cooking lessons and chuck me on reality TV. <laughs> um, she probably would have said, why don't you just start by making a toasted sandwich that's not shit. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, my, when I said, you know, I want to go to the Olympics for gymnastics, my brother just went, I bet you a million dollars you never go to the Olympics for gymnastics, you know. <laughs> and but, um, I mean, it, it's not over till the fat lady sings. <laughs> True. You can't pay up until, uh, yeah, until the very end there, Chris. But <laughs> enough about big dreams. I want to talk about big hair because given I got a perm a few months ago, I've been, I've been cultivating it. This is the biggest hair I've ever had, Chris. Can you tell us your experience with big hair and what you love about it and how I can get my big hair even bigger? Did you say you got a perm? Yeah, I'm bringing back the perm. The perm has returned. Amazing. Okay, great. I had a perm in the 80s, definitely. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I had the original perms, um, a nice little, you know, the spiral ones. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, you oh. see these curls back here, Chris? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not natural. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical. Um, yeah, that's, that was my hair. So I essentially look like you, Alex Dyson. Um, but I've had a lot of things go on with my hair. I think my hair is my biggest asset. Um, I. I used to want to be a TV journalist and I had an interview, but I went into Just Cuts and I came out looking like Ray Martin. Um, <laughs> Give me the journalist and they <laughs> yeah, went for the top. The journal like, look. The big boy. <laughs> yeah, it's not so much about big hair, you know. It's just that um, I think the smaller you are, the bigger your dreams, right? And then as you get older, they get smaller and more condensed and perhaps you just even give up on having them all together. I think people my age, they just think, oh, no, that's self-indulgent. I'm busy. The kids need me. Um, you know, I've got to clean the house or go to work or whatever it is. And I I kind of just want this to be a statement of um, go and be a dickhead for the love of God. We're going to die soon. You know, like go and have some fun. Do something stupid. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's any harm in having a little bit of self-indulgence as you get older. No, we're so glad that you uh, decided to make the transition from journalist to stand-up, that you're performing around the country right now. You're at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, Comedy Republic. You're heading on to Sydney Comedy Festival as well? Yes, and Perth. So Amazing. Yeah, 
And uh, I got in the uh, the car and went and picked up some extra chairs the other day because the capacity has been increased in Victoria now, Chris, so some more people could go and see you at uh, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Thank you so much for dropping past All Day Breakfast, and we will catch you soon. Excellent. Thanks, guys. It was about eight... 55 the other night, Matt O'Kine. Yeah. School night, right? Things are settling down in the Daiso household. Assassin's Creed's done for the night. Watch a Parks and Rec episode. And um, I got that hankering. I got the craving. Oh, what, what are you doing? What's your, what's your 9 p.m. nibble? Well, we need some ice cream. There was no ice cream in the house. Uh-oh. And we're like... Well, this needs to be rectified immediately. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <laughs> you walk to the. Can you walk to your local, or do you get got to jump in the car? No, nah, we can walk walk to the local, not too far away, which is good. Just the little, you know, little inde- independent grocer. You know? Yeah, nice. And um, head across to go get some ice cream. And as we get there, they're closing at nine. So literally, the the roller doors down on one side, and the other one, it's half down. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we've got a limbo under this thing. We see the guy's like, yeah, he's like, you've you've literally you've got one minute. Okay. <laughs> it's like, we'll be quick. And is this a young guy or an old guy? Youngish guy. All right. So and like because like, I mean I used to work at the video store and I, I would have everything packed up, ready yeah. to go. Yeah, and if yeah. someone at eight fifty nine thought they were gonna come in and browse the latest new releases. <laughs> You have got another thing coming, mate. You're either returning a video or I'm getting it from the shelf, whatever, the exact title you want, and you don't go past those beepers. Right. Well, yeah, you said we've got one minute. So we're like, goodness gracious, let's get running. Ice cream, always at the back of the room. Are you talking tub Run ice down. cream or are we talking about on a stick nah, here? Are we talking about- Go on the tub. No, okay. as I went in, I spotted to my right, they had the little freezer on the ground that has, you know, the price of the individual ones. Yeah, I'm like, no, nah, we've got to get the tub because can't do this every night. You need you need some <laughs> need some supplies. Yeah. So I ran down the back quickly. Oh, okay, what do we feel like tonight? Grab the mango sorbet. Always good. I ran back to the front. Got to get out of the minute. Pay for it. And I run out. Get, you know, Indiana Jones style under the <laughs> under the thing with my ice cream. I'm like, phew, we made it. Woods is nowhere to be seen. Oh no! And I'm like, where? What's going? If we get, you're gonna get trapped in this shop. <laughs> this is going down. It's one of those ones where it's like, there's, you're there's never no coming back. Her. They're gonna open up at eight a.m. She's gonna come yeah. out with a grey beard, <laughs> uh, like black pupils. I've seen things, Alex. <laughs> Go from Gandalf the grey to Gandalf the white, as you could say, after a fight with a Balrog. Uh, what little reference for Matt there? But she's gone. Unbelievable. I'm like, where's it? I'm, and I'm just like, well, I'm just going to walk home by myself and eat this ice cream by myself. What's going to happen? Couldn't find her. Eventually comes out empty-handed just underneath. I'm like, what ha- What happened to you? I thought you were going to be lost overnight. And she said, I went to go and buy some fish sauce. <laughs> Did, were <What>? you? <laughs> I'm like, the guys, we didn't have time. Were we going to put that on the ice cream? What are you? He's like, oh well, I just re- I thought earlier today we needed. I saw that we needed some. Like this, we were on the clock. We didn't have time to fit in some fish sauce in this little uh, sprint. It's funny when people care about though, like, yeah. like I really care about those things. 
But Belle's the same. She wouldn't we care. Can, we'll go to a shop again. <laughs> it's, it can happen. I, this was an ice cream mission. We didn't need the other stuff. But she ended up not being able to buy it because I was the one that took the wallet and so I purchased the ice cream and went out. So she was there for longer because she brought the fish sauce to the counter, realised she couldn't pay for it, oh, then had to what? do the return mission. Oh, <laughs> well, that that changes quite a bit. And How come she didn't come out and say, hey, hey like duck underneath the window, hey, get I back in here. I don't think we were out of time. What did she need fish sauce for? I don't know, some Asian dishes. But, I um, hope that she's coming up with a brand new recipe. I know. Ice cream yeah. with fish sauce. Now, now who's laughing? I mm. mean, that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. Anyway, the salty, the sweet. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that. You know, salted caramel popcorn yeah. that's, that's around. You know. Well, the, the, I saw at the juice bars recently. They've literally they're putting in savory flavors. There was like a smoky barbecue sauce mango smoothie. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, there was strawberry and balsamic vinegar smoothie. <laughs> no. I'm serious. <laughs> the old <laughs> the old pineapple and salted cod um, acai old, bowl or whatever. Cuttlefish and asparagus. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, shout out to South Park viewers out there. But um, I was thinking, what have you risked it all for? You know, you risk getting trapped in this thing. Getting the ire of the shop attendant for some fish sauce, which we weren't going to use, surely for another four months, because they just sit oh, at the dude. back behind the soy, <laughs> rarely touched. So, what have you risked it all for? Or what has someone close to you just? When have they gone and it? I already. Just I mean, had what to about shake your head. what about the influencer in the with the um with the oysters? Ruby Tuesday Matthews. What Coming happened? out of Ballina, remember? The whole plane was annoying. They're like, we're trying to go. It's just like, I just wanted to play to oysters. Like, <laughs> not now. You can have oysters literally anytime <laughs> except for right now. What couldn't wait? <laughs> <laughs> at Matt, don't end on Alex. I smell toast. Well, that brings us to the end of a massive all-day breakfast. Thank you, producer Bron, for some clickfish. Thank you, Chris Ryan, for popping by and having a chat about Comedy Republic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Thanks to everyone who's been a part of the show. You said you were going to give me a prezi. Come on. Let's go. What is yes, it? Yes, I did promise, Matt, that I'd get you a present for your 41st, 42nd. What are you... What are you today? <laughs> 36. Thank you very much. Well, happy 36. The, the problem is... What do you get the guy that has everything? That has absolutely everything. I'm nervous now. Um, so I got you a special something. I'm sorry it can't be in the studio with you, Matt O'Kind. I was too worried that the bloody posties would break it because it is a little bit fragile. So you can get it off me next time you see me. But <clears throat> very happy 36th birthday, Matt O'Kind. Here is a ceramic mould of my teeth. There you go. <laughs> That's yours, all yours, mate. I got the uh, what? I got the um, night plate a few months ago. I was leaving the dentist, <laughs> and they said, "Well, you can have this if you want. We're just going to throw it out." And I'm like, "I know who who would like this? A little uh, chattering teeth <laughs> of your boy." So you can, can you, always have it on the side of your, your bedside table, Can you Matt? at least put the little feet on it and a wind-up thing <laughs> so you can go... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, perfect. There, I was um, grinding wow. them, so there's a little bit ground there. But, look, they're still in good nick. 
That's all yours, mate. Congratulations. And your dad would love it. He's a dentist. He could tell you all about these. Yeah, uh, well, I'm just thinking about all the food that I, I, I'm going to bite things out of the fridge now. When Belle says, did someone someone been eating this cake? I'll be like, not me. Doesn't match. You could commit crimes and leave my dental <laughs> records at the thing. It's perfect. I knew you needed it. So uh, happy birthday, my friend. It's always a pleasure. And uh, congrats on another year around the sun. Lucky me. Thanks, man. Really appreciate it. And thank you for listening, for all the support. Absolutely love you. We're going to be here tomorrow. So listen in then. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.